This is Closer to Home, Maine's real estate radio with your host and real estate expert, Jeff Matea of the Matea Group at Keller Williams Realty. Whether buying your first home, your next home, or upgrading your present home, everything you need to know is right here. Now on News Radio 98.5 FM and AM 560 WGAN. Sell your home the easy way. Just remember Jeff M-A-T E-J-A. That's the Matea Group. And call them today. Welcome everyone to Closer to Home Maine's Real Estate Radio. I'm your host, Jeff Matea of the Matea Group at Keller Williams Realty with my co-host, Harrison Smith. Welcome, Harrison. Thank you, Jeff. Good morning. How are you? Fantastic. How was the uh, the week leading up to the show? Another eventful one? Week was good, yeah. Unfortunately, got to do a little bit of that uh, fall cleanup we all love so much oh, as we get yes. ready for the uh, cooler weather and right. eventually snow, as much as I hate to say it. So a little fall cleanup, and my son's got uh, some lacrosse clinics going here the next few weeks, nice. so just staying yeah. busy. Yeah, good. Any uh, any golf? Not this week, no. No, no. We're, we'll... Uh, We'll get back at it though. This still, I, I'm looking forward to being able to get outside a little bit more and play some golf because August August golf in in uh, Maine is not as much fun as September golf in Maine is. Right. Yeah. 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 And then you know the leaves start to fall, and then yeah, you're gonna lose the ball. So <laughs> that's wow. that's my kind of game. Yeah. <laughs> How about you? How's the week been? Oh, unbelievable. Yeah, we uh, we had a lobster uh, outing with with Keller Williams yeah. over at Fort Williams. Always beautiful to uh, to be there and outside. You know, we both love outside and mm-hmm. being at the ocean. Yeah, and, and that's then, a great uh, place. Yeah, and then uh, prior to that, you know, came back from the uh, the Steelers Patriots game with Parker, so that was awesome to uh, you know see another part of the country and uh, hit up a game with the uh, basketball as well as the football Hall of Fame. Cool, and uh, did a lot of driving, so the uh, neck and shoulders is pretty pretty uh, stiff. Yeah, even a week later, I bet. What were some of the highlights of the trip? Uh, the game was obviously a, a close one. Mm. Um, you know, the Patriots prevailed. Uh, Parker wasn't too thrilled. He wanted the Steelers to win. Mm. But, uh, you know, front row, got the uh, terrible towel swinging. Awesome. And, uh, you know, just uh, seeing a nine-year-old watch a, a you know professional football game and be right there in the action was, was awesome. And it was 80-something degrees in Pittsburgh. Yeah, perfect. It's amazing to watch the game live to see how to understand how big some of those guys really are and how fast they actually move. That game it moves quick and how crazy uh, you know people take their football really seriously yes, in Pittsburgh. I, I think uh, <laughs> you know I might have been the only uh, adult over forty that didn't have a jersey on of any team. Oh wow! There was oh yeah, at least eighty percent of the people had a, a jersey on. Well, you got yeah. to you got to yeah. have one. Um, so <laughs> anyway, uh, getting to the show, we had a great great show last week with Crystal Lee uh, of Bedford, New Hampshire. Yeah, we did. It was a good show. Uh, you know, so Crystal Lee uh, Zelensky of the Sparrow Group, the Sparrow Group. new, yeah, new right. team lead down in Bedford, New Hampshire, uh, partner of ours, uh, great referral source for us, too, for anybody that's moving to that section of New Hampshire. Uh, and a lot of discussion around mindset, uh, which also was part of our tip of the week there, talking about mindset and the importance of, especially with the cycle that we're going into elections and news and all that, it's important to, you know, kind of guard what you let in, what you focus on, so you can keep that positivity up and not let it drain you. Exactly, exactly. And today's guest, uh, Amanda Smith of the Matea Group and uh, some other companies that we have uh, in our portfolio uh, will join us in the next segment. Yeah, great. It'll be great. And then we found, a, you know, we're not to tip off what we'll get to, but just that support staff and having, you know, being in alignment with a team mm-hmm. and having that, you know, someone that's, you know, got that systems and the tools uh, behind you to make sure that everything runs correctly has been phenomenal for our company as well as our clients and the experience that they receive. Absolutely. And I think when people think of real estate, they immediately think of things like agents, lenders, insurance agents. And what they don't realize is that there's actually a, a significant demand in this world for really good administrative and support staff. Right. We have we have a tremendous team around us that enables us to do all the things that we do. 
Um, it'll be good to get Amanda's perspective behind the scenes of what actually goes on in there. Yeah, you're exactly right. I mean, there's two operations. Every every company out there has a support staff and, and you know, making sure that everything just runs properly. And, you know, you know what hits the fan. All of a sudden, it's like these people can just step in and keep their cool and manage it so that you can focus on the client and the customer and that experience um, and deliver uh, from a sales perspective or, you know, whatever industry you're in. Exactly. Someone else is behind making sure that, you know, operations is running and, you know, the phones and the websites and everything operate correctly. Exactly. It's a much better experience for the clients, the customers, the agents, the employees, you know, everybody. It's a better experience. And you've got that really solid team behind you. And of course, we'll have the tip of the week. Uh, that's uh, sponsored by Farmers Insurance. We'll have that later today. And Absolutely. the uh, local events, I, I saw some and uh, I won't, you know, tip anybody off, but uh, some awesome around town from, from Harrison in our yeah. final segment. Good stuff going on. So let's jump right to uh, the latest real estate news. We see that the uh, Maine Department of Labor released their recent statistics and, um, you know, the labor force is still, um, you know, strong, um, but it does lag the rest of New England. It does. And this is a, it's a good topic today, especially with Amanda on the show talking about the opportunities in real estate for positions other than being an agent. Because what we're seeing, you know, across the state, across the country is that we're seeing labor force participation drop. And what that means is basically how many people that are of the age and able to work are actually working and participating in the labor force right now. And we're seeing that number steadily decline. Now, part of that is that, that we've seen... Uh, we've seen retirements that have been caused by a lot of things. People that might have been on the edge of retirement age um, who decided that, you know, with the whole COVID thing and all the craziness, that maybe they're just ready to retire a little bit early. Uh, we've also seen, you know, people move around. But we're in a, situ- we're in a situation right now where it feels like everybody's hiring and every restaurant's got reduced hours or right. they're working with a skeleton crew yeah. because we need, we've got more jobs in Maine than we've ever had before, but fewer people actually participating in the labor force to take right. those jobs. Right. Yeah. Those jobs are increasing yet. We're not seeing people pick up those jobs or perhaps maybe someone's picking up a couple of those jobs and uh, you know, there's folks that are not and we don't know really the, the pinpoint as to why. Um, but COVID has led to that. We've seen people with, you know, the, the older, uh, population has just dis- decided to retire their retirement portfolios, uh, saw a big run up, uh, you know, the market. And then um, obviously home equity. Exactly. We saw the price, you know, the price of your home and you were encouraged while the rates were low to refinance, maybe take some cash out and, and take advantage of that opportunity. And so folks said, well, right, now I can work from home or just not work at all. Yeah, exactly. And that's one of the kind of offsets to the whole inflation situation is the fact that people have had really good retirement portfolios really strong 401ks, tons of home equity. And if they were on the edge of maybe of maybe being ready for retirement, you know, the last year or two may have kind of pushed them over the point where they could decide, look, I don't I don't want to go work in an office in this in this COVID world. I don't want to work remote. Like I'd rather just consider retirement and finding something to fill my time other than work because I'm now at a point where I can justify doing that. And it's crazy. You and I get a lot of text messages as we're talking to sponsors and we're we're hearing from folks that have you know, left a, another job of, you know, I just received one from an HVAC person the other day that said, Hey, you know, take a look at this. And it was, uh, you know, his logo with his phone number and, oh, wow, he's going out on his own. We see that from, you know, a lot of trades people that have just decided, well, right. I, I, I have the skills and the know-how. I think I've got enough backing. I've got enough customer base that I'm going to go and do this on my own. And, and more and more people are, you know, freelancing and, you know, that shing, you know, moving that shingle to be their own. Well, exactly. And I think that the uh, the draw of independent contractor type work or freelance work, we've been hearing things for years about the whole gig economy, people taking just these off these one off jobs here and there. I think that the draw is to have that control and that freedom that you didn't have in the nine to five. You're listening to Closer to Home, Maine's real estate radio on News Radio 98.5 FM and AM 560 WGAN. 
and we talk to a lot of people, you know, in our ventures around and conversations we have that, you know, that maybe are in that same spot of they're in a they're in a more traditional W two type job. You know, they may or may not love it. They may or may not enjoy the work itself. Um, but they're a lot of times you get the questions of well, what's it like in real estate or what's you know what would this be like or what if I worked on my own or what if I did this or I've got a I love creative stuff. What if I tried that? And we've seen a lot of people in the last you know bunch of years also pick up the old side hustle that we've talked sure. about for years too, where people are doing. You know, maybe they maybe they're an accountant by day and a graphic designer on the on, you know nights and weekends. Or we've seen a lot of people get into real estate that way. You and I both got into real estate that way, where it was in addition to a W two type job. Um, and then we saw the opportunity and realized, well, this is really where I want to be. And eventually built up to make that move and go into it all the way. And we have spoken about this on past episodes. Is it's not just sales, right? Like we just talked about in operations, but there's many you know facets of this from marketing to just you know, getting out there and training, teaching, education, there's tons of opportunity investing, you know, there's niches that people can focus on and the sky's the limit. We've seen people take off in their careers, Ryan Murdoch being one of them. Yeah, right. right. We've, we've got a number of clients who just went the Airbnb route, VRBO that uh, picked up properties. Yep. It rose and then they saw, wow, I mean, if I just keep repeating this every month, what financially this is doing to, for me and my family, you know, wow. Uh, and right, they're not licensed. These folks aren't, mm-hmm. maybe Ryan is, but others are not, you know, that's not their focus is the sales. He's in the capital and investing exactly. money to, so that others can invest in real estate and, you know, the syndication, Mike and, and Mark being on, um, from White's point was phenomenal as well. So there's many different avenues that we can open up in those doors, you know, start to create opportunities when you, when you venture into real estate. Yeah. And in this online digital world, I mean, you can learn about anything, anytime on YouTube, through books, podcasts. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm always listening to a book, either through Audible or a podcast, uh, whenever I'm driving around, learning from other people, hearing what they're doing. You know, the access we have to information now makes it so much easier to understand these opportunities. And even, even you know, people will give you the playbook. Here's exactly what I did to get here. You can literally just listen to them and model them and get to the same place. And so we call that our R&D department, right? You're the, yeah. you're the head of that. Uh, I the love the R&D department. Rip off and duplicate. Yeah, exactly. And the beauty of it is they want you to. Like, they're giving it to you. Here, please use this. This, this worked for me. You should try it too. I love it. Yeah. I mean, they, they want that, those success stories to say like, well, look, I helped create that or I was one that gave this person the motivation and the uh, inspiration to do that. So we also, you know, we know our listeners that could be listening to say, well, what, what causes someone to leave? And we see that it's more, more so it's that lack of opportunity, mm-hmm. growth, uh, just that potential. They feel capped at their W-2 or, you know, even if it's another agent at another company might just feel like, I, I don't know what my track has me set to do from here. Um, and then they just become disinterested. They get, they're disengaged. So we work a lot to make sure that people are engaged and see what the opportunity is and cons- consistently ask them like, well, what are your goals? Where do you want to be? What does the one, three, five year look like mm-hmm. uh, in your world? Absolutely. And then a big part of it is understanding, you know, pe- people are fulfilled by work in different ways. For some people, it's how much money they make. For some people, it's how much impact they make. For some people, it's the work itself. It's understanding what somebody needs or wants to get out of it helping align them with that goal, helping them create their own worlds and their own vision. And then really what we do is help drive them to it. We're not forcing them or pushing them or telling them how they have to do it or why they have to do it. We're helping them understand what does success look like for you and how do we help you build the roadmap to get there? Exactly. And it's all about time. And speaking of that, we've got to head to break. When we come back in segment two, we'll have Amanda Smith of the Matea Group, our director of operations and director of happiness. We'll be right back.
Missed an episode of Closer to Home, Maine's Real Estate Radio? Visit WGAN.com for our past and future episodes. Here's your host and real estate expert, Jeff Matea, on News Radio 98.5 FM and AM 560, WGAN. Welcome back, everyone. Hope you're enjoying your Sunday. Jeff Matea here, your host of Closer to Home, Maine's Real Estate Radio. We're back in studio, Harrison and myself, with Amanda Smith of the Matea Group, our Director of Operations and Director of Happiness. Welcome, Amanda. Thank you. Great to have you. So let's kick it off a little bit with, uh, let's talk, talk about who you are, you know, where you're from, what you do for fun. Yeah, so I'm born and raised in southern Maine. Um, for fun these days, I've taken up kayaking on the lake. I think that's my favorite place to be. And I also started cheer coaching this year so that's been kind of a new adventure i was at the field anyways and said hey i'll help out that's right awesome <laughs> awesome and i feel then, like that's how most of us get involved in coaching we, we're there and it's like they need help okay yep yeah we know you spend a lot of time at the lake and uh, that's one of your goals is to uh, eventually own a lake home that's right that's right yep that, that burning desire so tell us how did you end up in real estate because um, you came to us from another real estate entity or two uh, from another real estate entity, but that wasn't my entry into real estate. I right. actually had kind of a roundabout way. Um, I started temping for a temp agency in my senior year of college, and my first job was processing closing packages for a lender. And then just throughout the year, I needed another job while I finished out my master's degree. And so I ended up being hired through the temp agency to help a town do uh, their reevaluation. Um, so I got to work in an assessor's office and, and help out there and kind of learn that way. And then I graduated and was hired through a third party agency who was managing foreclosures for the banks. And at that time, it was 2008. So I came into the real estate market right in the crash. Yeah, there are a so few you, of those. So you, <laughs> so you also just reminded me that you can help us and our clients uh, save on our taxes. That's Is that correct? Right. Property taxes. <laughs> if you're uh, looking for yeah. a property tax abatement, uh, Amanda, maybe the uh, the directions head there. So if you're listening in. Just uh, give us a shout at uh, 207-331-5516 on the uh, Closer to Home helpline. You can text that or email us at closer to home at portlandradiogroup.com. So what really drew you into real estate? Uh, I, I happened into it by chance. I, that was the, I didn't really realize I was in real estate until I was working on another degree in school. And I was like, oh, I'm in real estate and I don't really mind it so much. And ended up at Keller Williams. Um, but working in a support role. So my, my way into real estate wasn't, I like, you know, everything about investing or things like that. That's just how I ended up into real estate was kind of a, a back way. Gotcha. So let's talk a little bit about your role with the Matei Group. So you're our director of operations, director of happiness. You wear a couple of hats. I feel like that's normal for us. Um, let's talk a little bit about, a little bit about your role. So typically on the day-to-day, -day, I just make sure that the entire office or operation, for lack of a better term, uh, is running smoothly. So that could be anything from making sure that we have paper for the printer to making sure agents are prepared to head out the door on an appointment. It, it could be span anything in between there, make sure our financials are in line um, or just helping out around the office. I'm kind of a go where I'm needed but make sure things run smoothly. Yeah, we like when that phone rings and uh, you're there to answer it and direct it to the, the right appropriate party or even answer all those questions that our, our clients have. So, you know, dig into that a little bit more. How does your role interact specifically with clients versus our agents on, you know, other staff? So a lot of times in my role, 
my clients aren't necessarily real estate clients. My clients are more our team members, um, which are very important clients to have, uh, making sure that they have what they need to succeed on a high level um, and that they're as efficient as can be. And on the other side of that, I also interact with clients when needed if there's a problem or maybe I just have a good relationship with that client because I've been on the team for a while and just helping out wherever needed, whether it's help on the listing side, making sure things are scheduled or we're ready to go or on the contract side, helping out, you know, if there's a title issue or in just in general, if they have questions, I can likely answer them. Yeah, it was five years in August, correct? In five years. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. So yeah, back to the agents. We, we feel, and we've always had this, you know, strong support staff is that when our agents are feel supported and engaged, they're able to deliver a much better experience for themselves that then is delivered to the customer, right? The client is getting a much better experience when Absolutely. our agents are happy and performing and obviously getting paid is, is the main driver there. But if we can save them time and energy, um, it, it also speaks wonders to Amanda's role. Um, so how does that then go to clients? I mean, what's the day-to-day -day interaction with clients? If What does that look like? Some of my day-to-day -day interaction with clients is just kind of in the the follow-up and just checking in to see how they're doing how you know do they need anything from us do they need a vendor is it their home anniversary um so yeah, checking in cards, with checking in with them yeah. right handwriting notes um I thoroughly enjoy writing those handwritten notes I feel like they they mean more um but just checking in and saying hello and seeing how we can help them so we're going to put you on the spot here, and it's recorded. So uh, <laughs> what what uh, what part of your current role is most appealing to you? Uh, I really enjoy the the more business aspect. Um, I really enjoy the financials, and I, I I like seeing you know how they all connect with each other to make things move forward, and how one thing can affect you know growth or change. I, I love that aspect of it. I, I feel like that's probably my favorite. Well, and you bring up an interesting point because I think a lot of times real estate appears to be a very simple industry or business from the outside. And what's interesting as a team is that you hit on it. You know, the, the client takes multiple forms. The client, as the team, the client is both the agent and the actual client, the buyer or the seller, uh, as well as all the other pieces that go behind actually running a team. It's not just selling real estate. There's a lot of pieces. There's systems. There's all those things. Um, and your background's in accounting, right? Yeah, I have a business and an accounting background. Um, so I love being able to apply that. But I feel like that background also, you know, lays the foundation for making sure our systems are functioning and that they work very efficiently um, with a, as little hiccup as, as possible. Yeah, which, you know, in, in today's world, that technology is a massive component of what we do. And so I know that the phone rings, you know, constantly and it feels like, you know, that's chaotic at times. We know that you have... Um, a license, you know, associate broker license and, and our entire team is licensed, yet you haven't chosen to be an agent by way of transacting business. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah, I feel like, you know, even though my favorite piece may be some of the more contract related, uh, I, I love the black and white of a contract, but I knew ultimately it wasn't the right spot for me. I knew that I could provide a high level of service to our clients but I didn't necessarily need to be the point person for that. I could just keep things running in the background, very organized and systematic so that they had a wonderful experience. Awesome. So yeah, I mean, Harrison and Amanda, I'm glad you brought that point up. I, I will be on appointments and people are like, well, right, I, I only want to deal with you. And I say, well, right, I get that, but mm -hmm. go to your doctor's office, go to your dentist, go to Starbucks, what have you. 
there are other people in the process that make sure that you have the most fantastic experience. So, you, you know, go to the doctor's office. You don't want me booking your insurance or making sure that your calendar is correct or whatever. You don't want me photographing your home. Let's leave that to the professional photographer. Let's leave this to the, the you know, operations staff that's licensed so they can answer questions. Right. But right when it comes to like negotiations and the day-to-day like transacting, yeah, that's when you want me involved. But just know that, right, the level and the values that we, um, you know, persist throughout our organization fall to everybody else on the team so that you still get that tremendous experience and to buy or sell your home. You know, you don't have to, you know, worry that you don't get me every time you pick up the phone. Right, exactly. And Amanda hits on a great point there with that word service. What we're trying to provide clients is the best level of service. And there, we actually have people within within the team that are better suited to provide certain clients that certain service. And um, whether it's whether it's that client based on the type of property they have or the, their their particular need, or if it's a step in the process, having the right people lined up to take the right you know the right steps or serve the right clients makes the process better for everybody. It may not be Jeff Matea that they get, but they're getting right. somebody on the team who's got the full support of the team, the training of the team, the the backing of the team that can actually potentially work better for that client and everybody wins. And that's been fantastic for not only the client, but also our customer, or, you know, our, our your customers, the agents mm-hmm. that then, you know, 398 transactions last year. So agents that were just getting started saw that many more times that we went through the operations and the trainings and got the questions answered that were like, wow, okay, now I know when it comes time to answer that question for the next client I have, I have a, a story to tell that uh, Jeff did this, Amanda did this, Harrison did this, Kat, Donna, et cetera. Exactly. So I know we're uh, cutting up to the end of the break here. We're heading to segment three. We'll welcome Amanda back from the Matea Group. You're listening to Close to Home Maine's Real Estate Radio. Be right back. Welcome back to Closer to Home, Maine's Real Estate Radio, with your host and real estate expert, Jeff Matea, on News Radio 985 FM and AM 560 WGAN. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Closer to Home, Maine's Real Estate Radio, with your host, Jeff Matea, here from the Matea Group at Keller Williams, Harrison Smith, and we have back in studio our wonderful guest. Yeah, we're joined today by Amanda Smith and the Matea Group talking about some of the jobs or roles in real estate other than being an agent. Um, if you missed any of the conversation today, you can always find the replay of the show on WGAN.com in the podcast section or anywhere you download podcasts, um, as well as you can find more information about the show on our social media, the Matea Group on Instagram and the Matea Group at Keller Williams Realty on Facebook. So let's let's dive in, Amanda, a little bit more to, you know, we've talked about the staff and the team. Let's talk about some of the other people on the staff. What are some of the other roles within the Matea Group Um that we have, and in many cases, you've performed at some time or another, um, and what those roles all do. Yeah, over the course of five years, I think I've filled a lot of those roles. Um, So I can say I've been able to enjoy each and every one of them. Um, There's a very important person who kind of dives in at the beginning, which is a listing coordinator. Um, And that person really is the point person when getting a home ready to sell. Um, It's an important connection to make as it can guide them from the very beginning of the process till the very end. Um, So that might involve saying, hi, I'm here to help and I'm ready to schedule your photos whenever you're ready. Um, It can mean reviewing the photos, making sure we're in the list, you know, main listings and we're ready to go live on the market and just coordinating with the seller every step of the way, what they can expect, what's going to happen 
um, at what time based on their timeline. Yeah, we talk about that first impression. So it's, you know, the photos, the write-up, the remarks uh, to get that out. And they're that per- person that initially pushes that out, but takes that feedback too from the, the customer, the seller, um, and then delivers that. And the agent is involved as well. But, you know, the listing coordinator really drives that. Let's get you, let's get you on the market. Let's get that sign out lockbox and then push that, the momentum of our marketing machine to, uh, to get this going, get your house sold. Yeah, what's great is the seller now gets that primary point of contact, you know, the kind of the quarterback of the whole process of going from, you know, let's sell to getting on the market um, so that that process flows smoothly. They get a very, you know, a, a good experience, a very pleasant person, a very happy person. It's a very creative type role uh, and a lot of fun for the seller to actually have that dedicated point person as they get going. Yeah, so, absolutely. So tell us more about transaction coordinator. So you've also played that role as well. So the thing is, is that Amanda's <laughs> worn a lot of these hats, if not all of them. And, and then, you know, we've also, because of the volume that we do, now we have our own transaction coordinator. But tell us more about that role. Yeah, actually, one of the very first roles or hats that I held when I joined Keller Williams was as a transaction coordinator. And that was because I had so much experience with contracts nationwide. Um, and that person is really responsible for providing a top-notch client experience to make sure that one of the most impressionable and sometimes stressful times during their life, either buying or selling a house, is done as smooth as possible with all of their questions answered and make it feel very effortless and seamless. And, and meanwhile, coordinating with lenders, with title, with another agent, with agents within our team to just make sure that everybody is on the same page and moving forward at the same rate. Yeah. And they have a lot of relationships like we've talked about before with the Corey Scott of Andy Mac Mortgage, uh, Phoenix Title and Patrick Thornton. And so that they can drive that, you know, relationships and the the business just gets done a lot better, uh, faster, more efficient when we have those relationships rather than, you know, that out of state, you know, that's not that local lender. We, We have struggled in the past. So it's good to have those relationships. Exactly. And it's nice because, uh, you know, on the seller side of this business, you you start a listing quarter, you go under contract, and the transaction coordinator becomes your quarterback all the way to closing. You know, our buyers don't see the listing coordinator, but they do see our transaction coordinator because they've got to get all the way to all the way to the closing table as well. And the, what's nice is the fact that, you again, you have that dedicated person standing in the middle of this whole thing, communicating with everybody, making sure everything moves along, all the deadlines get hit so that the, the either the buyer or the seller is not sitting there wondering, okay, geez, you know, What's next? When does it have to happen? Who do I have to call? They're just being updated that everything is moving forward, so they don't have to worry and, and take that stress on themselves. And then, and then we, um, you know, group all of this into operations. We talk about operations, and there's, you know, really the hat that you wear. We call it direct, director of happiness. I mean, tell us more about just operations in general, and you know, why we chose director of happiness. Um, well, why we chose the director of happiness is is we wanted this person to kind of be the internal driving force of making sure that our, our own clients, our agents are on our team, are happy. Um, and that we are exuding that throughout the office whenever we're there, whether it's picking up the phone or greeting somebody, um, that we're just having that first impression for them anytime that they're communicating with us, making sure that they're just having a great day because um, that can translate into their business. You're listening to Closer to Home Maine's Real Estate Radio on News Radio 98.5 FM and AM 560 WGAN. So we know, right, that we're talking about being happy when we have clients that are happy, agents that are happy, the experience is happy. And uh, I know I use that word a lot. Um, yet we know that that's the driver. We do a lot of communicating. People text us, call, stop by. And, and sometimes it's a lot of driven by the phone. And speaking of driven by the phone, you could be driving while on the phone. And it's really tough to convey, you know, with tone and like choice of words. You can't see that person directly. 
but to be negotiating or to try to influence and convince, advise and guide, we say, and then the client decides, we need to be happy. We need to smile. And you can tell, you know, when we're standing up, sitting down, like our use of words. So, you know, Amanda being the driver of that, our team's definitely seen our, our success rate and conversions uh, increase when we've, you know, made sure that people are like welcomed at the door. Hey, how are you? Like, it's a great day at Keller Williams, the Matea Group, or sell your home the easy way, mm-hmm. et cetera. <laughs> uh, how about marketing? Let's go into the the marketing role and what that entails. There's so many facets to marketing. It could be marketing a business. It could be marketing a listing. Um, you know, in terms of the listing, we're trying to get the word out to the world that we're trying to sell this property. Um, so it's super important that we do that for every property so they all get the, that same experience and that same exposure. Um, it could be the other side of that and we're marketing a business or a client event that we're having. Um, there's just so many different pieces of that um, that we cover within our business. Awesome. Well, great plug for that that uh, client event, which we'll talk about later. Yeah. But uh, for, So for somebody without a background in real estate, you know, what would you recommend that they do first? I've always kind of felt that the best toe into the industry is through the listing coordinator role. I feel like you get a really good grasp of the entire process by starting at the beginning. Um, it's the, the best place to really put someone. It helps you learn the language because you're using so many different um, systems within our business. It helps you connect, learn to connect with clients um, through generally an easier part of the transaction, you know, the pre-listing phase. Um, so I've always kind of felt that that is the better starting point because the contracts can be a lot more involved. Now, yeah. So what if they're what if they're listening to the show now and they're thinking, well, right in my role, I I, I think I could be a, a listing coordinator, a transaction coordinator, uh, do some marketing. What what should they do next? Contact Amanda. I mean, they should contact me. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and I can I can talk them through that and all the opportunities. So my email is smile s m i l e at k w matea m a t e j a dot com. <laughs> they can also call the office 207-553-2605 and I can certainly answer any questions that they'd have if they'd love to talk more about real estate operations. Yeah, because that's one of the things we, we mention on the on the air all the time is that we're always happy to talk to people, explain more about real estate, help them understand what we do and how we might be able to help. Um, <clears throat> but so another question for you here, Amanda, as we continue to move through this idea of the jobs, well, how, how have the last few years changed the way that real estate has been practiced? Like, what are we doing differently because of all the things that have changed? Uh, I think we're relying a lot more on technology than we used to. Um, but I also think we're doing more personal touches. The The feel of real estate is so much more fast-paced, I think, in my opinion. The market may not be fast-paced. It may be fast-paced. But overall, the pace of working in real estate is is fast. So slowing down to do those touches and, you know, jump on a phone call has been so much more important. Um, and I think that we're all kind of going back to those basics of writing notes and instead of sending an email, you know, sending something in the mail or calling, just calling someone to check in. I feel like that's been a really great approach to how real estate's been going. Yeah, we talk about uh, Michael Mayer's book, The Seven Levels of Communication. We actually require to be read by our operations staff is that that level of communication that you have with folks, that different tier that's more personal, uh, creates that long-lasting relationship and makes it you know deeper and more more thoughtful and caring. Yeah, and it's amazing how a situation like COVID has made us realize how important those relationships are. And it's not just the text messages and emails. It's actually having that conversation with people and letting them know. 
Well, we're going to wrap up this. Thank you so much, Amanda Smith uh, from the Matea Group for joining us. We're heading to break here, and when we'll be, when we come back, we'll be uh, around town and tip of the week. You're listening to Closer to Home, Maine's Real Estate Radio. This is Closer to Home, Maine's Real Estate Radio. Whether buying your first home, your next home, or upgrading your present home, everything you need to know is right here with Jeff Matea of the Matea Group at Keller Williams Realty and his weekly guest experts. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Closer to Home, Maine's Real Estate Radio. We have our uh, tip of the week in our final segment here. Take it away. Yeah, we had a great conversation with Amanda. Um, if you missed any part of that conversation talking about you know the opportunities in real estate and jobs other than being an agent, uh, you can always find the replay at wjn.com in the podcast section, or you can download it anywhere you listen to podcasts. Um, but yeah, so tip of the week tying into what Amanda was talking about. Real estate has many, many options for people that want to pursue a career in it. And I, I tell our team and our agents all the time, you know, it's a bit of a double-edged sword. Like there are endless opportunities in real estate, but there's also endless opportunities in real estate. <laughs> and so sure. it's it's hard to decide, hard to narrow in. Um, and that's why having a conversation with somebody who's doing it is so important to understand what it really looks like and not what it might appear to look like from the outside. Um, but there is an endless number of opportunities in this space. Well, and I think you're, you're exactly right. Is and and just seeing how a team operates is you know knowing that right. It's it's like the the Boston Red Sox. You mm-hmm. could be the pitcher, catcher, third base manager, uh, you know, bullpen coach, whatever. There's so many different ways to take this and ways to get involved. It's just you don't know until you start doing it. You right. know, they don't they don't teach all of these different roles in real estate school to get your license. It's just here's here's the laws and here's the rules pass the test and then good luck. Yeah. And the interesting part of it too, is no matter where you go, it can be done differently. Like, yeah. you know, we, we know many people in other parts of, of this state and even across New England who have teams and they operate them very differently than we do. You know, there's a lot of different models, a lot of different ways to do it, a lot of different ways to set it up. Uh, you know, we, I like the way we do it, but there's other opportunities out there and other options where, you know, you can go down about any road you want, set it up about any way you want. And the beauty of real estate is that there's not a lot of rules around how you do it. Obviously, you've got how you practice it, right. but how you actually structure your business is wide open. Exactly. And, you know, that license opens many doors. Uh, and we've seen from, our, you know, our connections to uh, to Ryan Murdoch. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, Amanda, yourself, myself, and many of our co-brokes, uh, you know, all over the board with, you know, having Airbnbs or, you know, transacting, just buying and selling, working just listings, working just buyers. Uh, the cool thing is there is something for everyone. It's just you have to figure out what it, what is right for you, and in, in getting involved is the first start. Exactly, and it, it goes back to like we were talking about, which is, you know, having that conversation with somebody who's in it to understand what you want to do, but also understanding what the opportunities look like, and also what what kind of fills your cup. What do you find interesting? What do you get excited about? And then setting it up in a way where whatever that is, your business is bringing you to that. So we talk about that as the life by design. That's a big thing in the Keller Williams world is you know creating that life by design where the things you're doing are leading you to somewhere you want to go, not just leading you to more of the same thing. And that's the beauty of this business is you can set it up and you can have it lead you to whatever, you know, that excitement or that end goal needs to be. Yeah, you're exactly right. I mean, when you, when you show up and you're excited about something, it doesn't seem like work. It, it feels fun. Right. And every day it's pretty easy to get up and go to fun than work. Yeah, right. It, uh, it doesn't feel like work when it's fun. Exactly. Uh, and, and, you know, it's good job security as well. You know, housing is always in need. People, you know, have, have children, have children go off to school, just grow their themselves, grow, you know, their job so they get promoted. 
they lose their job, may have to sell their home, move, family grows, family gets smaller. There's, there's many different reasons that, uh, you know, people are staying put or leaving their home and getting another one. Exactly. And housing, as you mentioned, is always going to be a need. This industry will always be around. We've been reading for 10 years about the fact that, you know, blockchain and all this technology stuff will replace the real estate agent. And that's just, it's just not going to happen because ultimately you need somebody who can be your agent, who can act on your behalf, who can help you through these things. And there's no machine or program or app that's going to get you right. from, you know, I need to sell my home to moved in, a, in the same way the real estate agent does. Technology has made it simpler. And don't get me For wrong. Sure. Technology has also been a pain at times. Yes. Um, yet it hasn't changed that there needs to be communication and the relationship. And people, especially in Maine, it's all about that relationship. There's a loyalty. You know, once you get in, you may help someone buy and sell multiple homes through their lifetime or their family and friends, their neighbors. And it's just, again, delivering that service, which comes from, you know, communication, relationships, and, and, and you know, playing the role that they need you in guiding and advising and make sure that it's a great experience. Exactly. Ultimately, we want to do business with people. We want to do business with, with people we know, like, and trust. Yep. There's no app or, or website that's going to replace that. So it's, it's a really important role that this industry fills. But also, you know, somebody like Amanda, she's licensed. She may not be an agent, but it doesn't stop her from transacting. So, right. there, you know, Amanda has taken listings. She has worked with buyers. She's helped close friends of hers, family members of hers, um, you know, just because she's not an agent doesn't mean she can't do some transactions like an agent because not only does that, you know, help her and help her family member or friend she's working with, but it also gives her more experience to the process. So when people on our team come to her with questions, she's not just telling them theory, like she's lived it too. She's actually seen it. Yeah. And we encourage everyone on our team to write, give us their database, you know, have us allow us to market to it so that we can expose, right? You want to talk about the company that you work for and what great things they're doing. Um, so if you continue to expose your database to all that we're doing and, you know, listen to the show, WGAN.com and go to JeffSellsMain.com as well, that these uh, folks realize, oh, well, in a way to support Amanda or anybody else on our team being licensed, if I were to buy or sell a home, then then Amanda can also receive a referral yep. by being licensed in the state of Maine. You know, she can transact but not actually be in the transaction and, and receive compensation as a result of it by being a licensed agent. Absolutely. So just because you're in a support staff position doesn't mean you can't you can't help your friends and family not necessarily be their agent, but help them find a great agent and actually be able to get a piece of the commission from that. But that also opens you to do that across the country. So you may have friends and family on the West right. Coast or the Midwest or the South where you can still make that connection, still help them. You know, as we've mentioned many times, we've got a very wide referral network. Uh, you know, our administrative and support staff can also do that. And in that case, everybody wins. The, the experience continues to be better for everybody. Uh, more opportunities generated, and it just continues to go on and on. Yeah, people are always coming and going from Maine and, uh, you know, right all around the world, too. I mean, we've sent folks to Canada or, yeah. can, you know, have come from Canada to Maine. Absolutely. You're listening to Closer to Home, Maine's Real Estate Radio, on News Radio 98.5 FM and AM 560 WGAN. Yeah, and if you're wondering what a life in real estate looks like, it's more than just opening up mock bottles of Moxie on a uh, doorframe. Um, <laughs> but you can always follow us on social media, the Matea Group on Instagram, the Matea Group at Kelly Williams Realty on Facebook. Uh, we post all kinds of updates, events, things going on, stats, uh, and then the occasional funny video here and there of us doing some stuff that you see in, you see in real estate every day, but, you know, maybe entertaining. I mean, I try to be interesting if I can, you know, I'm kind of boring at times, but, you know, it's the basics, doing it over and over and over. It gets repetitive, but you know, it helps a lot of people. Yeah, we have a, we have a lot of fun. We're pretty normal. <laughs> we're pretty regular people. So uh, we're, we're certainly entertaining at times. 
So shifting gears to our around town, we've got uh, some exciting ones here uh, starting Friday, September 30th uh, from 6 to 9 p.m. Three of Strong Spirits at 35B Diamond Street in Portland. Um, we've got a stage and a mic if you need it open for performing arts night filled with music, juggling, dance, comedy. Well, I'd say that a million times faster yeah. and whatever other talents you want to display. Uh, I think I'd stick to just uh, music, juggling, and dance, but uh, none of those I'm good at. So. Yeah, no, unfortunately, I don't have right. any of those special talents. But it, this reminds me a lot of like it's like an adult talent show. We you know we yeah. had those in middle school and oh, high yeah. school. Right. It's like the adult for like the, yeah. the adult form still out there. Sure. And, uh, you know, three of strong spirits. I, I imagine there's um, some alcohol involved. So, so come and show your virtuosity. We're cheering your friends the last Friday of every month. Sign up starts at 5 p.m. and the performances go from 7 to 9. That could be so a lot of looks, fun. That looks like it uh, could be interesting. And then, So I if w- you have a talent, uh, you know, come out to uh, three of strong spirits in Portland. I wonder if more talents emerge after a few drinks at three of strong spirits. That's, <laughs> I would imagine so. It's, uh, I mean, that's an excellent way to get people in, in through the door and, uh, you know, on a Friday night to have some fun. Uh, next up to Saturday, October 1st, 9 to 1. This one is uh, Leave the Leaf Peeping Traffic Behind and Escape in a Kayak, right up Amanda's Alley there, mm-hmm. uh, where you can experience the vivid colors of fall foliage from the water. After a short paddling demonstration, our registered main guides will lead you to the bay for an interpretive tour as you paddle our stable two-person tandem kayak. So that's great. So, uh, you know, couples uh, can go or just, you know, friends and family. Our guides will share interesting facts about the area's history and surrounding wildlife. You'll also have the opportunity to see migrating birds and waterfowl. That's at 95 Main Street in Freeport. Um, chances are that's uh, uh, L.L. Bean. L.L. Bean related, yeah. absolutely, yeah. <laughs> um, it, it, it doesn't always necessarily, necessarily say L.L. Bean, but it's right. almost always L.L. Yeah, Bean. Yeah, if it has Freeport in the uh, in the title, I'm guessing that is. So that's awesome. Um, you know, kayak, leaf peeping, uh, registered main guides, you know, you could learn how to uh, paddle a kayak if you haven't already and then just learn interesting facts about the area. Yeah, if you've never been on a guided kayak tour, th- those are really, it's really amazing to see all the stuff that is out there right around these waterways and learn a little history of the area. So it's a lot of fun if you're a kayaker and you want to see something different, uh, a good way to go do it. And then if you really would love to join the Matea group and just check us out, um, you don't have to be a past client. You can just stop by Libby and Sons. You pick in Limerick also Saturday, October t- uh, 1st. From 9 a.m. to 12 p.m., uh, you can join us for our fall client events. Uh, like I said, you don't have to be a client, but we'll do. A- we'll have apple picking, and um, that is hosted by the one and only Libby and Sons, uh, enjoying a wonderful Saturday morning of picking apples. I believe they also have some other fruits. I think raspberries uh, may be still in season. Yeah, we're um, coming to the tail end of the season for raspberries, still some blueberries. Blueberries, right. Uh, I think peaches actually just ended, but they've got a great venue, lots of options, great stuff. Fantastic. I mean, I was out there uh, just a couple weeks ago, as, as as were you, right, with your with your family? Yeah, my, my kids love the Zestar apple that you oh, can't yeah. find a lot of places, but huh. they have them. It's right. a it's an amazingly good apple, but it's we have to go there specifically for those. Okay. And so they'll have live music. We'll have two food trucks, uh, Rustic Taps and Wood Fired Pizza as well as the Millside Creation, so pizza, beer, your favorite, uh, hot dogs, hamburgers. The kids will love the balloon art, which I know um, your, your your kids really appreciated that, right? Yeah, my son got a Yoda and my daughter got a cat, and it was the guy, the guy that does them is great. It was a lot of fun. The kids had a good time. And then a magician. Is that the same? As same guy. The balloon, yep. balloon gentleman is also the uh, magician, um, so that's fantastic. And uh, don't forget to grab this. Danny put this in here. Don't forget to grab <laughs> freshly made donuts before you leave. So I imagine those are apple donuts. They are. They When I was there, they had a variety of donuts, but I think the apple cider donut is by far the most popular and so, delicious. So again, that's Saturday, October 1st from 9 to 12 at Libby and Sons. You pick in Limerick. Um, again, if you've missed a show or any of the episodes, how can we find those? 
Yes, yeah, so if you missed any part any part of the show today or any other shows, you can always find them at WJN.com in the podcast section, or you can always download it wherever you listen to podcasts. And always follow along with us on social media, the Matei Group on Instagram, the Matei Group at Kelly Williams Realty on Facebook. We're always posting updates and clips of the show, so you can stay in touch there. Yeah, I love that. And if you ever have a question uh, that you'd like us to answer on air, you can give us a call at 207-331-5516. That's also text-friendly. Or you can email us at closer to home at portlandradiogroup.com. So what part of this event are you looking most forward to, Jeff? Well, Danny said that there was cornhole. So I you know, want to challenge the team to cornhole and see uh, you know, who wins. Now, are you an avid cornhole player or just occasional? Uh, just occasional. You know, got, when apple picking. Yeah, say I've got some right. friends that are very, very good at it, and I don't oh, play geez. with them, but... You know, in just the general crowd, I'm looking forward to getting out yeah, there on that Saturday and playing a little bit. Yeah, don't invite those those people. No, I, I, I'll stay right. away from them. I don't right, want to play right. cornhole with those guys. Uh, but it's just great. I love just, you know, getting out there and seeing the, you know, the smiling faces of the kids and our past clients that we may not have seen for, uh, you know, since last year when they, you know, bought a home yeah. with us. First event in a while. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, so it's always, uh, it's always a great time. Thank you so much for listening to Close to Home Maine's Real Estate Radio. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Call the-